The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Offensive rebound, Palmer won't go. Offensive rebound, Hadwiger, and they'll kick it out. Back inside the Shockey. Bounce pass, Hadwiger wide open, and it's good. Tonight, the 2019 season tips off in Ravenna as the Blue Jays welcome in the Amherst Broncos. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. And the Jays will toss it in here to Jarzinka. Jarzinka picked up by Grosskreitz. Going to take him all the way in. He'll go with the left-hand scoop shot and hit a tough one. Jake Jarzinka. A new season begins tonight with a Buffalo County battle in Ravenna and plenty of new faces in the lineup for both schools. It's the Broncos and the Blue Jays coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Ravenna with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back, everyone, to Ravenna High School. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, bringing you tonight's high school basketball action on the opening night of the 2019 season. As it is Ravenna taking on Amherst, and Ravenna winning the girls' game, pulling away in the fourth quarter for a 50-37 victory. So uh, we're ready for a boys game here that has a little bit more experience than what we saw in the girls game. A lot of new faces out there. And so we are going to see four returning starters for uh, Amherst. And, of course, Jarzinka, Shermer, Meagrel, Meath back in there for Ravenna. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. And, unfortunately, on this uh, opening night of the season, both of the boys' teams have a couple of kids that are out, starting with, Oh, Ravenna's Drew Bowling, the senior, uh, is out tonight. Uh, He had ankle surgery last week, so no timetable on when he might be back in the lineup. And then for Eric Rippon, they're going to be without uh, Dan Rischel with an ankle injury, but he should be back soon. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. We'll look at the starting lineups for tonight's season opener when we return. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Once again, 
Thursday night football on ESPN 1550 at the end of one quarter. The Dallas Cowboys lead the Chicago Bears 7-0. The Pleasanton girls beating Axtell tonight. The boys game will be coming up in about a half an hour on ESPN 1460. Maybe a little less than that time. Let's take a look at our starting line. It's brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Amherst, number two, junior, Kalen Rohde. Number five, senior, Josh Elo. Number 20, junior Tanner Thompson. Number 21, the freshman Scout Simmons. And number 23, senior Dominic Esperson. The head coach is Eric Griffin, assisted by Jalen Huzier, Jordan Cox, and Les Adelon. For Ravenna, number 15, senior Jake Jarzinka. Number 25, senior Cooper Shermer. Number 30, senior Markel Migrel. Number 31, junior Trey Meath. And number 40, senior Caleb Surratt. The head coach is James Habe, assisted by Wayne Bach and Adam Mingus. The season opener for both of these basketball teams. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. By the way, the final score on the Pleasanton girls game over Axtell, 58-32. Also tonight, the Kearney High girls fell to uh, Papillion La Vista, who is ranked sixth in the state, 67-30. And at halftime of the boys game, Papillion La Vista leads Kearney High, 27-25. We'll be back and tip off the boys' game right after this. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry or Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Amherst, Ravenna, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The ball is in the air, and Ravenna will win the first tip of the season. They want to attack right away, but the ball slips out of the hands of Migrel, and Ravenna will turn it over, so the Broncos will run the ball up the floor. Gray uniforms, red numbers, trying to bounce past it underneath, and they turn it over, so both teams come out moving too fast and turn it over on the opening possession. Again, online, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Little full court press forces another turnover here. Amherst comes away with a basketball and handling it here at the top of the key will be Tanner Thompson. He'll try a pass over the left wing that goes to Elo. Man to man by Ravenna. That's the way they love to do it. Three pointer on the way by Rohde. It's no good. The rebound tipped all the way into the backcourt and running it down for a layup is Trey Meath. Meath tipped it at about his own free throw line and went all the way to the other end, and he was able to run it down and lay it up and in. Now the Jays, a reach-in foul to start things off on Surratt. We had a ton of fouls called in the girls' game, and see if the boys are a little bit more disciplined here with more experience. Inbounds pass right corner, kick it out left wing. Thompson three off the iron, no good. Rebound comes out to Ravenna. Markel Migrel, outlet pass, beat to the other end. Out of control, the left-hand finger roll, no good. Rebound brought down by Simmons, the freshman coast to coast. Charging foul, wave it off. Surratt takes the charge or else he would have had two fouls in a minute. So first foul on Amherst via the charge, and excuse me, that's Elo. I thought that was Simmons that was coming down the lane, but they call it on Elo, and now Amherst comes away with another steal and a bucket and a three-point play opportunity. Elo 
So Ravenna's got to slow it down a little bit. They're just going too fast. They like to go fast, but you got to keep it under control. They've got three turnovers in a minute. So Elo now a chance to complete the three-point play after getting the first bucket of the year for Amherst. The foul was on Jake Jarzinka. And the free throw off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Cooper Shermer. He'll push it up the right wing. Take it over to Meath. Pull up three in transition. Didn't hit anything and out of bounds. It nearly went. It saved, but into the hands of Amherst. And Scout Simmons will come away with the basketball at the other end. Out of bounds again. <laughs> Coach Eric Rippensand, slow it down. Slow it down. 6.35 to go here in the first quarter. It's 2-2. But we have five turnovers, another foul. That's four fouls now on the two teams. So Josh Elo. He's going to be called for the foul, and now he has two, so he has to come out of the ball game. And Colton Vavra, the junior, will check in for Amherst. So 2-2, and Jake Jarzinka on the inbound. Lobs it up into the front court here to Surratt. Trying to stay out of the double team. Picks up his dribble. Gets it over to Cooper Shermer. And another reach-in foul here on Amherst. So Rody will pick it up. His first, team's third. Ravenna will go to the bench. Surratt checks out. And Trey Anderson, the sophomore, will check in. Shermer to throw it in. He'll go into the corner to Anderson on the right baseline. Back out of the wing, they'll go to Cooper. Playing catch with Anderson, looking for a cutter. Back out top, ball fake, Jarzinka into the paint. Good bounce pass backside, Shermer. Up over Rody. it's no good. Got his own rebound. Back up again, it's no good. And then he's over the back. So the first foul on Cooper Shermer. Couldn't get those two short jumpers to go. Nice job underneath there by Tanner Thompson to hang on and box him out. Two minutes in, and it's still 2-2. Six fouls called in the first two minutes, three on each team. Bounce pass into the front court, cannot be handled. Back to Simmons, he comes up on another, and another foul is going to be called. My goodness. Two free throws coming up. This is on Megrel, his first. And at the line to shoot two, Colton Vavra, who just checked in for Josh Elo with those two early fouls. UNK volleyball team playing right now in Kearney in the first round of the NCAA Division II tournament as Vavra hits the free throw. And the Lopers win the first set 25-21. UNK winning the first set 25-21. Second free throw rolls off the rim. No good. And the rebound brought down by Cooper Shermer, his third already. Down to Jarzinka, right wing, back to the trailer. Nothing there for Meath. Top of the key, Shermer. He'll try a three and hit it. So Cooper Shermer with the first three-pointer of the year for Ravenna. Fast break the other way. Shots initially blocked. Runs back into Thompson's hand. Then another offensive rebound pulled down by Colton Vavra. And a foul. The Blue Jays, five fouls, and we haven't played two and a half minutes. And that's on Cooper Shermer, his second. So Coach Habe trying to find a little depth. He's going to have to do it early as they bring Surratt back in. Free throw line, a little jump pass inside. Nothing there. Turnover by Amherst coming up with it is going to be Trey Anderson. And then Ravenna gives it right back. Amherst up the floor on the left wing. Scout Simmons to the trailer. Tanner Thompson. He walks with the basketball. 
I don't know. We're going to have to give these guys some warm milk, tire them up a little bit. As soon as some of this start of the season energy maybe drains out of them here in the first few minutes. But they are just absolutely going too far, far, fast, and now we're getting some ticky-tack fouls. But hand check, I mean, that's what I'm saying, those little hand check fouls. You know, they're not physical, but you can't be grabbing. And coming in, Adam Bedke, the senior for Ravenna. Hand check foul on Rody for Amherst. So he's got two. Elo's got two. Into the game, Ethan Elo. The official's trying to tell these guys, keep your hands to yourself. We're going to keep blowing the whistle if you don't keep your hands to yourself, and I don't blame them. You warn them, they keep doing it, you're going to keep dinging them. Inbounds pass Surratt, right corner, off the screen, top of the key, Trey Meath against the man-to-man. Hands it off to Jake Jarzinka with some of these substitutes, and we've got a foul away from the basketball. On the screen, Ethan Elo, his first. Ten fouls, and we haven't played three minutes. Ravenna ball underneath their own hoop. Kicking into the corner, Anderson on the inbound for three. It's too strong. Amherst can't save it in. It goes out of bounds. They had the basketball, but couldn't grab it. And out of bounds, so another opportunity here for Ravenna. And Meagrel will return here for Coach Habe. And checking out Trey Meath. Jake Charzinka to throw it in. They'll stack the right side of the key. Try to find Jarzinka off of a screen. Back underneath the Migrel. He gets mugged. Two free throws coming up for Markel. Colton Vabra with the foul. So Migrel with the first free throws for Ravenna. 4.59 to go here in the first quarter. It's 5-3 in favor of Ravenna. And the first of two free throws for Migrel is on the way, and it's good. 6-3, again, earlier in the girls' game tonight. It was back and forth, and Ravenna won it, pulling away in the fourth quarter. It was a one-point lead going into the fourth. They won it 50-37. to That was their largest lead at any time, and they won it by 13. Second free throw now. Migrel on the way, and it is good. 7-3, a four-point lead here for the Jays. Facing full court, man-to-man pressure. Amherst will put it into the hands of their point guard, Dominic Esperson, trying to poke it away from behind. The Blue Jays called for a foul. 31, Trey Meath. And these guys are trying to set a record right now. Amherst to throw it in underneath their own hoop. Lob it out on the left wing. They'll get it to Simmons. Scout his pass tipped away. It goes out of bounds and off of Amherst. You always expect some jitters and some mistakes when you start the season. But, uh, again, a lot of this just by being overly aggressive. Chase Lockhorn in for Ravenna. He's got it on the left wing. Up top, they'll get it. Migro. Migro drives right side of the key. Takes a big pro hop. That European hop. Missed it. Got it back. Put it up and in. So Migro now with four points. And the lead is six at nine to three. And here is another foul 35 feet away from the hoop as Amherst brings the ball up the floor. Migro with two. Shermer with two. The team with seven. 
For Amherst, Rohde with two, Josh Elo with two, the team with six. Both teams are in the one and one at the 427 mark of the first quarter. I don't think I've ever seen that, and I'm starting to get old. Free throws up, and it is in for Tanner Thompson. He'll earn the bonus. You very rarely see more fouls than points, but that's what we've got. Second free throw is no good, long, and run down by Lockhorn in the far corner. Chase trying to find somebody to pass it to it. It's turned over. Nice steal by Thompson. Trying to follow Vavra. Ball still loose. Finally picked up there by Esperson, and then he does throw it away as Surratt will step in and grab the loose basketball. Up the floor, pull up three in transition. Meath, it's no good. Trying to box out. A foul is called. And we'll walk to the other end and shoot a one and one. We have got a timeout called by Amherst before the free throws can be shot here. The foul was on Surratt, so he's got two. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. It's a foul fest here in the first quarter. 4.05 to go in the first. 9-4, Ravenna leading Amherst. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with global connections. High school basketball on this opening night of the season. Adams Central Aurora, 1230 KHAS, Pleasanton Axtell, ESPN 1460, and right here on Power 99, Ravenna hosting Amherst. And as we come back to play, a one-and-one for Colton Vavra. He was just there, made one out of two. Here he hits the front end, so he'll get a second one. Again, if you're just joining us, we have not played four minutes. We have 11 turnovers and 14 fouls. Second free throw is good. And that's the 15th point of the game. 9-6 in favor of Ravenna. They're up by three. And just about every horn, too, you're getting substitutions, so it's hard to get any kind of a flow going with all these fouls. You've got to not get guys getting three fouls in the first four minutes. But Ravenna with the basketball and Jake Charzinka. They'll put it in his hand, bounce pass down the baseline, picked up there by Surratt. They'll rotate it around, back to Charzinka. Good pass underneath, but an extra step before he shot at Adam Bedke. He was so open that he took those two steps before he dribbled a basketball. And Ravenna will turn it over. Good ball movement there by the Jays, just not able to get the shot away. And Amherst will bring it up. Simmons, the freshman, at the top of the circle against the man-to-man. Off the curl screen, goes left baseline. Driving in is going to be Esperson. Dishes it off the last second of the jumper is good by Talon Trampy. So Talon comes in, gets the short jumper. Nice assist, 9-8. Meath drives, kicks it off into the corner. Trey Anderson into the paint, kicks it over on the wing to Jarzinka. And a carry going to be called here on Tramey. Caught it and tried to take off with a big step. And the official right on top of it. 9-8, 3-19 to go first quarter in favor of Ravenna. But Amherst now 
trying to tie it up or take the lead with a three, and they'll do it. Top of the key three-pointer for Esperson, their first one of the season. 11-9, seven in a row now by Amherst to take the two-point lead. Jarzinka tries the back cut. He's well covered. Ball in the hands here of Surratt. He'll hand it off to Jake, well out on the left wing. Crossover dribble into the corner. Surratt, three-pointer on the way, around and out, no good. Defensive board brought down here by the Broncos. Outlet pass by Ethan Elo, throws it away. Of course, Ravenna, they had such a good football team, but they were ineligible for the playoffs, so they've actually had some time. Kind of that rare thing, usually if you got all your basketball practice time, you probably didn't make the playoffs or you were knocked out right away. Well, there's plenty of talent here. They just too big to make the eight-man playoffs. 11-9, Jarzinka off the crossover against Elo, brings it in, spins it off the rim, no good, got his own rebound, and has it blocked out of there by Talon Trampy. And we come the other way. Kick it into the corner. Meath steps in front, makes another steal. He's out ahead of the pack, and the layup will tie the ball game at 11. Second bucket here for Trey Meath, 11-11. 2 to go here in the first quarter of our boys' game on Power 99. Off the screen right side, pulling up the free throw line. No shot for Esperson. They'll give it off here to Ethan Elo. On the left wing against this man-to-man, trying to force it inside is Simmons. Got it in there. Thompson spins off the glass and in. Tanner with his first bucket of the ball game. And things may be starting to settle down here just a bit. Jarzinka one-on-one all by himself. He blows right by the defender, but then it's blocked. Kalen Trampy comes over off the glass, blocks it away. Foul on Ravenna trying to get it back. Trey Anderson, a loose ball foul. So Talon Trampy, the freshman, comes in, makes two nice plays. A couple of the guys out there looking at each other, smiling. And at the free throw line now will be Esperson. Hit the three-pointer a little bit ago. In for Amherst, Nolan Elo. You've got three Elos, Nolan, Josh, and Ethan. Freshman, sophomore, senior, but Josh is already on the bench with a couple of fouls. Coach Rippon's almost played everybody. There's only a couple guys that haven't got in yet. And the front end of the one-and-one is too strong. No good. The rebound brought down by Bedke. And we come the other way. Ravenna trailing now 13-11. to 11, A minute 30 to go here in the first quarter. Meet the Jarzink of the trailer over the left wing to Anderson against the man-to-man. Bedke posting up. They'll go right side. Meath stutter dribble picked up there by Nolan Elo, the freshman. Rotate it right corner to Anderson. The paint is wide open looking for that Ravenna cutter. Nobody in there yet. Bedke comes outside the arc. Skip pass right side is stolen away. Stepping up and making the steal is Thompson. Slow it up with Esperson. Right wing, try the entry pass. Knocked away. It ends up right underneath the hoop, and the reverse layup is there. Look what I found. Ravenna made a nice play. But Dominic Esperson picks up the trash and puts it away for a four-point lead. 15 to 11. This was 9-4 Ravenna. It's an 11-2 run here. Cutter, Jarzinka, left-hand scoop shot off the glass and in. Jake's got his first bucket of the basketball game. 15-13 Amherst. 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Both these teams with a lot of success. Amherst a little more recent. Ravenna kind of a, a dip there from what they had done back in the 2000s. Esperson holding it. Looks like maybe they would play here for the last shot, spreading it out here, kind of a four-corner look. Everybody up high, nobody cutting. 
whittling the clock down here. They want the lead going into the second quarter. And Elo gets tripped up. Too much contact out here with Chase Lockhorn trying to step in and get the steal. That'll be his first, but it is the 10th foul of the first quarter on Ravenna. And at the line to shoot two will be the freshman, Nolan Elo. 14 seconds remain, so Ravenna should get another good look. And the first of two is on the way, and it's good. Score update. Carney High boys leading Papillion 42-39 after three quarters of play. And the second free throw is on the way, and Nolan Elo hits them both. 17-13, a four-point lead here. Jays bring it up with Charzink on the right wing. Ten seconds. High post gives it off to Meath. He'll drive between two defenders. Scoop shot off the glass. Up and in by Trey Meath. Ravetta almost stole the inbounds pass. Amherst tried to get it in quick and go. They tip it out of bounds. One and a half seconds remaining. Joe Pasota going to slide in for that final play here for Ravenna, give them a little more height down underneath in case they try the home run pass. I think Amherst is just going to throw it in and go to the end of the quarter. Thompson will get it away from three-quarter court off the front of the rim, and it was on target. But that's the end of the first opening night. Amherst 17, Ravenna 15 here on Power 99. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Well, Amherst, after falling down by six early on, leads at 17-15 here at Ravenna. They were five, excuse me, six of ten from the free throw line in the first quarter of play to help things out. Dominic Esperson leads the way with five points, six different Amherst Broncos scored, but they had eight turnovers. So did Ravenna. They're led by Trey Meath with six points. And Amherst will get the ball to start quarter number two. Driving left baseline, Josh Elo's back in. He'll use the window and score. And it's 19-15. Four-point lead here for Amherst. Again, Josh picked up two early fouls. Rody has two fouls. For Ravenna, Shermer, Megrill, and Surratt all have two fouls. And we've got another one called here on a drive to the hoop. And Dominic Esperson gets his first. So at the line will be Markel Migrel. He hit both of his free throw attempts in the first quarter of play. Again, UNK Volleyball won the first set tonight, 25-21 over Oklahoma Baptist. They're up 15-10 in the second in the NCAA tournament. Free throw good by Migrel. A win gets them a 7-30 semifinal against Northern State, who won a very close three-setter over St. Cloud State earlier today. Concordia, St. Paul, and Minnesota Duluth were also winners. Nebraska Ball State tomorrow night, 7. Division I volleyball on 
the breeze, 94.5. As Negro strokes home two right down the middle, nothing but net free throws. And it's a two-point deficit. Backdoor cut, trying to get it to Elo. It's deflected. It goes off Markell's face and out of bounds. It'll stay with Amherst. 30 seconds in to the second quarter. Again, earlier tonight, 50-37. to 37. The girls' game, uh, closer than that, but it was a win for Ravenna. Pleasanton beat Axtell 58-32. The boys' game underway. We'll keep you up to date on ESPN 1460. Rody, a three-point attempt that's no good. Offensive rebound, one-hand jumper back from eight feet. Esperson able to hit it. That's twice Esperson has been in the right place at the right time. One on a rebound there, the second on a deflected pass. And Amherst now scoring when Ravenna does, keeping that lead. Way out at midcourt, Surratt has it right in his pocket is Rody. Around the left wing, Shermer into the corner to Megrill. Inside, try to get it to Jarzinka. They do. He's double teamed. Has to kick it back out top. Meath, drop step, left side of the lane. Kicks it back out. Quick three, Jarzinka, and Jake drills it. He's got five points in the contest. It's 21-20 Amherst. Ravenna is two of six now from three-point land here in the first half. Amherst, one of four. They'll try a three-pointer, and Thompson cannot answer. Meath will get the defensive board. Chance to take the lead. Coast to coast. Bounce pass underneath. Layup. Migrel. Foul called. Thompson went up and got just a little bit of him. Boy, he held his ground really good. Tried to get the block, but got a little bit of the hand. And Thompson with his first personal foul. Migrel, four for four at the line, will go back to shoot two. And the free throw on the way. Migrill is good. So that'll make it 21-21. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. A look at the first half stats. Should have a chance to chat with uh, Coach Noah Malsby after the win for Ravenna. And now for the lead. Migrill puts it up. And it is in. So five in a row there by the Jays. They lead it 22-21. 6.15 to go here in quarter number two. Scout Simmons brings it across the timeline. Back to the trailer for three. It is no good. Ethan Elo. Rebound brought down by Cooper Shermer. His fourth. Shermer off to Jarzinka. Into the corner. Surratt for the three-pointer. It's short. Tries to follow his shot. The rebound comes down to Scout Simmons. And here comes Amherst. Elo into the corner. Elo to Elo. It's Ethan to Josh. Josh ball fake three. Drives into the paint. Pulls up from seven. No good. Rebound brought down. By Meagrel, it's his third. Outlet to Shermer. Hits the trailer, Anderson. Back to Markell. Into the paint. Comes to the jump stop. Puts it up. Bounces around three times and in. Six of the quarter. Ten of the game for Meagrel. 24-21. A 7-0 run by Ravenna. Josh Elo, left elbow. Looking for a ball screen. Nothing there. So he'll give it off to Ethan. Back to Thompson. Right side of the key. Trying to find Rody inside. Ball's kicked. Again, tomorrow night, Carney Catholic hosting Sutton. The girls-boys doubleheader from Cope Gymnasium gets underway at 6. Should be a good girls game, but both the boys' teams are ranked. Carney Catholic third in C1, Sutton fourth in C2. And remember, outside of the state finals, Sutton's only football loss was to Carney Catholic. So those two schools have started to develop a little bit of a rivalry. Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. They'll lob it up to the high post, and it's taken away. Anderson comes away with the steal, tries to go coast to coast. It's poked away from behind by Ethan Elo and out of bounds. It'll be Blue Jay ball underneath their own hoop on the baseline. 
They have shut down Amherst here over the last couple of minutes. Looking to extend this 7-0 run. Shermer, trouble getting it in. Throws it out to one of the taller guys in Surratt. Always a wise move. Lockhorn's back in to Shermer. Right side, Meath. Into the corner, Surratt. Always like to be around that three-point line and look for those cutters. Back on the wing, Meath. Stutter dribble to the left elbow. Doesn't like it. Back to Lockhorn. Not really the shooter from the outside. Over to Shermer. Backside, weak side help, Surratt. Good defense here in the man-to-man by Amherst. Long possession, longest possession of the game so far by Ravenna. Into Meath, leaner, and good. That's good defense. It's just that Trey Meath is athletic enough. He's able to take the job and put it up and in. So a 9-0 run, forcing a timeout by Amherst. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 4.42 to go in the first half. Ravenna 26, Amherst 21. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Update from Papillion. Carney High Boys leading Papillion early in the fourth, 51-43. UNK 22-13 over Oklahoma Baptist in the second set. They won the first set. And we are back to high school basketball here from Ravenna. Amherst now down 26-21. They'll try and equalize a three, and they'll get the three-pointer out of the timeout. Knocking it down is Scout Simmons. His first varsity bucket as a freshman, he knocks down a three, trying to answer his Lockhorn, but it's off the mark, no good, and Thompson will get the rebound. Fast break, Elo forces his way through the double team, no good. Thompson gets the offensive rebound. He ends up on the ground, and that's going to be a foul on the Jays. 26-24, Ravenna, midway through the second quarter. The foul on Markel Migrel, and that is now his third. So that's probably going to be it for him for the rest of the first half. 4.06 to go. Tanner Thompson at the line to shoot two. We are in the double bonus. First free throw on the way, and it's no good. Surratt, Anderson, Shermer all coming back in. Jarzinka stays in with Meath. Those are the five on the floor for the Blue Jays. Thompson, Simmons, Josh Elo. Esperson and Rohde. So the starting five back in there for Amherst. Second free throw, Thompson. He's able to get it to go. So he's two of four at the line, four points. 26-25, Ravenna. Four minutes to go, second quarter. Meath fakes the pull-up three. Couple of dribbles, takes the 12-footer. No good. Anderson comes in, and Trey gets his first rebound, and his pass is knocked away, and Simmons comes up with it. First turnover the second quarter for either team. Played more than four minutes. Each team had eight turnovers in the first quarter, so to go four minutes without one is 
A major turnaround. Give and go. Rody tried to get at the tops, and it wasn't there. And now Amherst turns it right back over. Fast break. Surratt wrap around, tried to get it to Jarzinka. And out of bounds it went. So the teams had been taking care of the ball. My mistake, Amherst did have one turnover earlier in the quarter, so they got two in the quarter. Talon Trampy, the freshman, comes in. Him and Nolan Elo already playing as freshmen here. Ravenna, been a while. They've had to play some freshmen before, but not so far tonight. Only Zach Lewandowski is a freshman on the varsity roster. Entry pass down to Trampy. And a reach-in foul going to be called. Trey Anderson with his second. And Trampy will go to the line to shoot two now. Talon's kind of what you would call a string bean. He's tall, but he's not big at all. Got the skinny legs and arms, so he's got a little bit of the height, but they try to push him around, and he wouldn't let him as the free throw spins around twice and won't go in. So Trampy will get a second opportunity. They did not list the heights of these young men. I'd say he's about 6'1", maybe two. Second free throw is no good. Rebound brought down by Trey Meath. So still a one-point lead here for Ravenna. Meath lost the basketball on the drive. Turnover, Ravenna, three in a row by the Jays. Rody pulls up for a three in transition, and he's just short. It comes down to Jarzinka. Another whistle, another foul. We'll walk to the other end and shoot more free throws. Foul is on Scout Simmons, the first on the freshman. It is the ninth team foul, so still a one-on-one here. Jarzinka makes his first trip to the line. He does have a deuce and a three. He's trying to add a one, and he does it right there. So six points, he'll get the bonus. 27-25, Ravenna. 3.07 to go before half. Carney boys up four, a minute 15 to go in their season opener. 55-51, second free throw up and in for Jarzinka. 28-25. And hustling up the floor, Esperson. Esperson just about lost the handle. Shermer was in his pocket. Back over to Simmons, top of the key, Rody. Against the man-to-man, up top to Trampy. Talon hands it off Simmons. A couple of freshmen in there. There's a floater with a one hand off the iron. Josh Elo, no good. Got his own rebound. Has it blocked in there by Trey Anderson. And then a loose ball foul. And it looks like this one's going to go against the Blue Jays. And Josh Elo will go to the line to shoot two. He's 0 of 1, four points. Just grabbed his first rebound. And the foul on Betke is his first. So two free throws here for Elo. And the first one in and out, no good. Second one coming up. For Josh Elo. And it's on the way, and it rolls in. So Elo hits one of two. 28-26, it stays close here throughout this first half, and we're going to get a timeout by Ravenna. Coach Hay wants to use his first one, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 2.41 to go first half, Ravenna 28, and Amherst 26. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go, during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Ravenna. Big thank you to Athletic Director Dom Reichs and the crew. After basketball, they'll be setting up for their huge season-opening wrestling invite tomorrow. A few going on tonight from a dual-and-try standpoint. We'll be at the Carney High invite Saturday at around 2 here on Power 99. That's the approximate start time. Ravenna turns it over here, just trying to get their offense set up. That'll be turnover number 12. Amherst now a chance to tie or take the lead with a three-pointer. 28-26, Ravenna, 2.20 to go in the first half. Left wing, Elo, boy, that baseline's wide open, but he doesn't look to drive. Now he'll put it on the floor, take it at Meath. Stop, bounce pass to Trampy, high post, gives it off. Esperson fouled. So Esperson fouled on the drive. We'll go to the line and shoot two. Cooper Shermer gets his third. So he has three. Megrill has three. And of one, the Pleasanton boys lead Axtell 14-13 on ESPN 1460. The free throw is up and in by Esperson. He now has eight points. Checking into the ball game, Ethan Elo. But he, well, now he goes back and now he comes in. One, two, three, four, five. So we're ready to go. Second free, though, for Esperson to tie the ball game, and it's no good. Rebound comes down to Jarzinka, his third. Wide open at the other end, Sitrot, but they never even looked down the floor. Jake was looking at Meath and gave it off to Trey. Two minutes to go here before the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Man-to-man both ways off the screen. Good switch, Amherst, and Meath walked with the basketball. He was expecting some contact. And Esperson did a good job to give him a little room, and he just didn't make the contact and stumbled a little bit. And back over to the Broncos, who can take the lead here. Esperson, top of the circle with the dribble. Looks right, comes left, off to Elo, off the ball screen. Looks for the inside screen away, but doesn't make the pass to Trampy. And then turning it over, Amherst running the baseline, but stepping out of bounds before he got the ball. Well, basically, when they threw him the ball, was Ethan Elo, and Amherst now 11 turnovers. Ravenna off to a hot start in the second quarter and have since cooled down here. Only two points over about the last two and a half minutes. Into Meath, he draws a triple team, kicks it out. Surratt now Anderson for three. It won't go. Two of nine from three-point land. Rebound brought down. Elo to the other end. Josh goes down to the baseline. Thompson, his pass deflected away and out of bounds. UNK volleyball team up two games to none over Oklahoma Baptist, 25-21, 25-17. Trying to win their first NCAA tournament match in seven years. They're 
0-6 the last six years. Going on at the Health and Sports Center. Inbound to Thompson. Backpedaling to the top of the circle. Picked up by Anderson. Off the screen. Hands it to Elo. Backdoor. Thompson open off the screen, and it's good. Elo on the assist. Amherst up by one. Ravenna turns it over on the inbound. 29-28. Amherst now with the ball and the lead. Back in is Scout Simmons. And Esperson to throw it in from the baseline. Up to the right elbow to Thompson. Hands it off to Simmons. Right corner, Esperson. A minute to go in the first half. Long three by Elo. It is no good that time from Ethan. Rebound brought down by Surratt. And to the other end comes Ravenna looking for a bucket. It's been forever. Anderson from 16. It's no good. Ball grabbed by Simmons, his fourth board. Gets it off on the right wing and now takes it back, and they may want to play for one. Coach Rippon did that at the end of the first quarter. A little more time here, 35 seconds. But Esperson just out at midcourt dribbling the ball. Considering the foul situation for Ravenna, I would think they would want him to do that, but they do attack back screen. Esperson tries but does not take it in. He'll dribble it back out top. 20 seconds to go. And a one-point lead for Amherst. They were up two at the end of the first, then fell down by seven. Driving in, looking at a reverse layup, gives it to Simmons. Five-footer, no good. Rebound tipped right back out to Scout. Eight seconds to go. He brings it all the way to midcourt. Ball gets knocked away. He falls down, and then Ravenna travels with a basketball with 1.4 seconds to go. So each team turned it over there in a short amount of time. And Amherst getting ready to... Throw the basketball in. May have one more chance to heave it towards the rim. They are at half court, so they'll have a legit chance here to throw it in. Simmons looking. Backdoor lob wide open. Layup is good. Esperson used a curl screen from the right elbow, and he gets his 10th point. That's a big boy practice layup there, and Amherst has scored 10-2 10-2 run to end here the first quarter. After being down 26-21, they're up 31-28 at the half. So a competitive ball game again, just like we had in the girls. We'll talk with Coach Noah Malsby of the Ravenna Lady Jays, give you all the stats and update all the other scores that we've got going on on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2020 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigers and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. 
The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Well, the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by BNB Carpet. Our November Athletes of the Month, Jackson Keyshaw, Pleasanton Football, taking them to the state finals, and Nadia Van Slyke, Arcadia Loop City Volleyball, making it down to the state tournament. Of course, last month, Travis Meath of Ravenna, was our boys' winner with uh, Josie Jacobowski of St. Paul. So check it out at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Halftime of the boys' game, Amherst 31 and Ravenna 28. Earlier tonight, Ravenna pulled away in the fourth quarter. They pulled away about three times, but in the fourth quarter, they won it 50-37. to It was 33-32 going into the fourth. And Coach Noah Malsby joins us. And, uh, Coach, um, we talked before the game off air about all the new faces that were out there for both basketball teams. And it really, for the folks that didn't hear the beginning of your game, it was a lot like the beginning of this boys game, turnover foul, turnover foul. So it took a while to get any kind of rhythm going. Oh yeah, it did. And I, I kind of had an idea that it might be like that a little bit. You know, a lot of the girls were playing uh, the first varsity game ever. Uh, so they, they had some nerves and, you know, it's a lot faster than, than maybe what they're used to. You know, even Jamboree games are a little bit different. Um, you know, I liked how they played hard and how they how they uh, kept going, though. I don't remember. It's been a long time since Ravenna's had it, and I don't want to call it an overhaul because you got a couple of kids mm-hmm. in there, and the Fidelke name's been used, McEwen's name's been used, but it, it's it's been a long time where you really had this many new faces out on the floor. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're really young this year. Um, you know, which they're young girls who who work hard and they uh, they're talented. Uh, but but they're still freshmen, you know, and and we're hoping that uh, if they continue to work hard and you mix them with some of the older girls that are coming back, that, uh, that by the end of the year that we're just going to, you know, I, I knew there was going to be a process coming in and we were going to have to gradually get better um, throughout the year, and I think we will. So what did you see then as that second half went along? I mean, we got a one-point game at halftime. You go take it out to 10. They make a heck of a run, kind of in about 90 seconds there at the end yeah. of the third quarter for those that missed it. They went on a... 8-0 run or 9-0 run to cut it to one, and then you had to go through the whole process again in the fourth quarter. You know, I think uh, part of being young and playing and being in situations, you know, we've done a lot of fundamental stuff and haven't done a lot of game situation stuff. So, um, you know, I, I think that will come. Uh, but we we kind of fed in to the chaos a little bit. Instead of, you know, taking our time when we needed to get a good shot, uh, you know, we, we preach fast, fast, fast. You know, we want to pressure, we want to run in those things, but there is a time that we need to slow down and take care of the ball and get a good shot. And I think they, they just sped us up a little bit. Uh, we had we had a couple of unforced turnovers and, and turnovers that led to points. Um, and then and defensively, we had a couple of breakdowns too where, uh, you know, we didn't have help or we had, uh, you know, somebody denying too hard in and getting back door and then they hit it they got to give them credit and they hit a three and they got a, a couple nice post moves where they spun in the middle so um you know like like you said it was definitely a game of runs no balls be head coach of the ravenna girls they won it 50 to 37 a couple things to notice though is the significant drop of course if you have 17 turnovers in the first <laughs> half oh, uh, you hope to have a significant drop eight i know in the second half is going to be too many for you but it was a significant drop off 
And then balance. Uh, you guys have always had uh, the opportunity, unless somebody goes crazy from the three-point line, balance five girls between seven and 13 points uh and that's one of our strengths and that's also one of our weaknesses at the same time too you know scoring can come from a number of different girls which is a good thing uh but we haven't necessarily we don't have that girl that necessarily we're going to go to when we when you need a basket yet we haven't nobody's really separated themselves um but there are there are many girls you know we'll, we'll get to where we play seven or eight girls and they all have the ability to to make shots and score um you know and the big thing is is they work hard and they play hard and we can always build on that you jam a lot in because you play that double holiday tournament. So this is the only game until uh, next week. It's just a girls thing when Ord comes in, and then you guys have the doubleheader at Burwell, and, and we'll see you against Carney Catholic. So from what you just saw tonight, what will be the things you're working on in the next couple of practices, or is it just continuing the same thing? Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, it's really good that we got to play the Jamboree game because we almost didn't because I saw some things in the Jamboree game that, you know, that we really needed to work on. And, and this is the same thing. You know, we, we definitely have to continue to get stronger with the ball, uh, make better decisions with the ball, um, and stop fouling. You know, we're really handsy. We want to be aggressive, and, and we pre- preach being aggressive, but then we also have to we have to be aggressive but, but be smart about it also. And, and those are some things that we'll work on, you know, getting hands off, uh, but continuing to, uh, to, to play hard and get out and do the things that we do. All right, Coach, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good luck between now and then, bud. All right, thank you. No Malsby. They were led tonight by Callie Coulter, nine of her 13 points in the fourth quarter, nine points for Tori Skelar and for Morgan Fidelke, seven points, eight rebounds for Ashlyn Fidelke, seven points for Kennedy Hurt. Tenley Hadwiger led the way for Amherst, 17 points, 10 rebounds, and two blocks. Half time of the boys' game. Amherst leads Ravenna 31-28. We'll look at the numbers right after this. Great food, cold drinks, and shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey, all season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, here's a look at the first half numbers for Ravenna. Trey Anderson, a rebound and a block. Jake Jarzinka, seven points, three rebounds. Cooper Shermer hit a three-point bucket, four rebounds. Markel Migro has the lead with ten points, three rebounds and a block. Trey Meath, eight points, three rebounds. And one rebound apiece for Chase Lockhorn, Caleb Surratt, and Adam Bedke. Fifteen points in the first quarter, 13 in the second. At the half, we have... 28 points, 17 rebounds, 8 out of 8 at the free throw line, 2 out of 9 from 3-point land, but 15 turnovers for Ravenna. Shermer and Meagrel with 3 fouls, Anderson and Surratt with 2. For Amherst, uh, we have uh, Nolan Elo with 2 points, Josh Elo with 5 points and 2 rebounds, Colton Vavra 3 points and a rebound, Ethan Elo a rebound, Tanner Thompson 6 points, 3 rebounds, Scott Scout Simmons has a three-point bucket and five rebounds. Dominic Esperson leads the way with ten points and a rebound. And Talon Trampy has 
two points and two block shots. 17 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second, 31 points. Now they are being beaten on the boards with just 13 rebounds. They have shot a ton of free throws. They were 6 of 10 in the first quarter, but just 3 of 8 in the second, so 9 of 18. They are 2 out of 9 from 3-point land and 12 turnovers. At the half, Amherst leads it 31-28. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Power 99. Farmers are darn tough, and times are challenging. Well, that's when you need an ag partner like Aurora Cooperative. By joining forces, things can be accomplished that can't be accomplished alone. Farmers face tough challenges every day, so having a partner is critical to your operation, especially when that partner is Aurora Cooperative. You'll have all the tools for success that you need right at your fingertips to make decisions and investments based on solid research data, innovative solutions, products, and support every step of the way. Tougher together. Aurora Co- Co-op.com. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business. Contact Ravenna Sanitation. The Blue Jays get the ball to start the second half, and we're 10 seconds in, and a foul is called. Try to lob it down to Markel Begrill. We get a reach in on Esperson. That'll be his second. 31-28, trying to set up a three here for Jarzinka on the inbound, but he's well covered, so they'll give it to him on the cut. Dribbles it off a foot, runs it down in the corner against the Amherst man-to-man. Backdoor cut, there's Meagrel, lays it over the front of the rim and in. A dozen points now for Markell, and it's a one-point Amherst lead, 31-30. to As always, a big thanks to our many fine sponsors. I'll let you know that there's so much going on tonight. Floating Thompson in the lane. Can't get it to go. It rattled around, and Migro will pull down his fourth rebound and a chance now to take the lead back for Ravenna. Migro, drop step around Rody, bumps into Thompson, throws up an off-balance jumper. It's no good. Rebound brought down here by Simmons, and Scout will bring it into the front court. Give it off to Esperson. Is it going to be a charge or a block? It's going to be a charge. Esperson... Called for his third personal foul and his second here in the first minute of this quarter. Well, again, they just, yeah, there we go. They updated to three fouls. The UNK volleyball team looking to put Oklahoma Baptist out. They're up two sets to none in 19-11 at the UNK Health and Sports Center earlier today. Concordia St. Paul beat Washburn in five. Minnesota Duluth in four over Central Missouri and in a tight three-setter. It was Northern State over St. Cloud State. Meagrel drives the right baseline and puts it off the window and in. He's got the first two buckets of the second half here, and Ravenna's back on top, 32-31. Amherst skip pass right side, Esperson. Hands it off top of the key, Rody. Right-hand corner, there's Thompson. Back up top, Esperson. They give him a little room to Elo in the corner. Josh to the cutter. Simmons fakes the pass, drives in. Too strong, no good. Thompson rebound. He's fouled by Meagrel. And that is the fourth personal foul on Markel Migrel. Thompson is two of four at the line. He'll get two more here. Migrel, who gets the first two buckets of the half, now gets his fourth foul with 6.19 to go in this 
third quarter. Earlier tonight, the UNK women suffered their first loss of the year, 70-49, and the men are trailing Emporia State 54-46 with nine minutes to go. The free throw by Tanner Thompson up and in, tying it at 32. The Kearney High boys do win at Papillion La Vista tonight by a score of 60-55. Second free throw up, and it is in. So Thompson gets them both, 33-32. Front court here for the Jays. 6-10 to go, third quarter of play. Battle ensuing. Driving the right side. Nothing there. Now trying it once again. Nice move. Jarzinka switches hands. Left-hander off the glass is good. He's got nine, and it's 34-33. Ravenna. Halftime on ESPN 1460. Pleasanton leads the Axtell boys 26-24. Rody in the lane. Short jumper. Doesn't get there. Meath will get the rebound. Outlet to Surratt. Surratt to the right block. Stops. Kicks it up top. Shermer wide open three. Cooper too strong. And trying to get the offensive rebound. We've got a scrum and a jump ball. That is Anderson tied up with Rody. Rody actually ended up on top of him. The arrow does point the way of Amherst. 5.36 to go in the third quarter, 34-33. Thursday night football. Cowboys scored first, but the Bears, 17 in the second quarter. They lead Dallas 17-7, halftime on ESPN 15-50. Back to action here. We get a carry called on Amherst, trying to get around the screen there. First turnover of the second half by either team. Amherst had 12, and Ravenna had 15 in the first half. The first four minutes of this game was just a melee of turnovers and fouls as the ball is deflected out of bounds. Again tomorrow night, Sutton, Kearney Catholic here on Power 99. Right now, Jarzinka to take it out front court, far corner here in front of the fans opposite of their bench. Rotated around the perimeter, Anderson up top to Meath. Back over on the left wing to Shermer. Two cutters, and that's... Lane is full. Skip pass over to Anderson. Thompson went for the steal. Couldn't get it. Over to Jarzinka. He'll try a three. It's no good. Simmons goes up, and the freshman pulls down his seventh rebound unofficially in this basketball game. Up the floor to Josh Elo. Knocked out of his hands by Shermer. Thompson picks up the loose ball. Bodies on the floor. Thompson recognizes it and decides, let's just reset it here. Over to Esperson. Working here on Shermer, bodies him up, kicks it into the corner. Three-pointer on the way, Simmons, it's no good. Long rebound is tipped out, and Josh Elo runs it down just before half court. Then his entry pass is picked off by Trey Meath. Number's not there. Ravenna wants to run anyway. Meath comes in, and what do we got? It would have been a charge, but Meath got grabbed before he made contact with the second Amherst defender, and I think the officials did a good job getting that one right. Because that would have been a charge. Foul is called on Simmons, his second, and the team's third. And waiting for some substitutions to come in. As Ravenna will throw it in from underneath their own hoop. Leading it by one, 34-33. Four and a half to go, third quarter. Trying to find Meath in the paint, but he's covered, so they'll dump it into the corner to Lockhorn, who has re-entered over to to Jarzinka. Anderson spread the floor once again, and there's a hold on Colton Vavra. Trying to run through without a screen. 
And they're calling it pretty tight here this evening. Second foul on Vavra, but you just can't grab. They'll stack the right side of the lane, take it out underneath their own hoop, tried to get it into Lockhorn, but he'd already left in the turnover here. First of the half for Ravenna. Picked up by Thompson as it was still in bounds. And then Amherst gives it right back. Lockhorn, great hustle to go pick it up so that it didn't just go out of bounds, and then he's fouled. Amherst was just going to let it go because it would have been an over and back, but it didn't get out of bounds. Lockhorn sprinted down the floor, grabbed the basketball, and then he's fouled. Back into the game for the Broncos is Ethan Elo here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth bringing you tonight's high school basketball, and Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing, towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Foul situation for Amherst. Esperson and Vavra each have three. Rody and Simmons have two. Ravetta ball up one. Four minutes to go here in the third quarter. Four on Meagrel, three on Shermer. Driving in is Meath. They'll get it back up top. Jarzink on the right elbow. Picked up there by the sophomore Ethan Elo. Betke back in. Stands alone on the right wing. Not going to be your shooter. Over to Lockhorn. Squared up. Didn't take the shot. They'll let him shoot that three if he wants it. Back to Betke in the deep left-hand corner. Simmons trying to pester him a little bit. Long possession again here for Ravenna. Ravenna has four timeouts. Amherst three. Back pass over here for an open three, and Jarzinka hit it. They overplayed, and that left Jake Jarzinka open for his second three of the ball game. And it's 37-33, breaking a long scoring drought for both teams. Jarzinka and Migrel have all nine of the points here in this quarter for Ravenna. And Amherst has not made a field goal. They have two free throws. And we've played five minutes trying to force the issue. Esperson shot puts it up there. It's no good. Rebound fought for. It's still being fought for. Lockhorn saved it up ahead to Meath. He drives. He hit the bottom of the rim and away up. No good. Rebound Anderson. Second chance here. Jarzinka for three. Back-to-back threes and timeout Amherst. And just like that, it's a seven-point game. 2.44 to go in the third quarter. It is Ravenna 40, Amherst 33. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Man, back to high school basketball. A couple of other scores tonight on the girls' side. Broken Bow beat Arcadia Loop City 61-43. Bertrand over Alma 56-47. And, of course, here it was 50-37. Ravenna pulled away in the fourth quarter to beat Amherst. After back-to-back, Jake Jarzinka threes. They're up seven and a travel here. Esperson 
Left the ball behind. So turnover number four of the quarter. And let's try to set who's on the floor here for you. I think we might be close to the original five. Negro's on the bench, and Betke is in. Otherwise, it's Shermer, Meath, Surratt, and Jarzinka. Negro with those four fouls. And the ball picked off. Simmons stepped right in the passing lane, got an easy steal, comes to the other end. He gets mauled, no call, gives it off. Esperson missed the bunny but got it back and put it up and in. That's the first field goal of the second half. It took nearly six minutes for Amherst to do it. Esperson now with a dozen points, 40-35. to 35. Ravenna, 2-10 to go here in quarter number three. Left wing, Meath trying to work a little pick and roll with Betke. Gives it back to Adam, hands it off here on the screen. Now they clear it out for Jarzinka, who's just going to back it out to midcourt. Back over to Shermer. Just a little different dynamic with Migrel, their leading scorer right now on the bench. Betke in the right-hand corner. Ball above his head. Elo poking at it. Got to be careful not to get a cheap foul. Already five fouls in the quarter on Amherst. As the ball is deflected away, Esperson and Josh Elo will pick up the loose basketball. And a chance to cut it to a one-possession game. They try to lob it inside. But there is no room, and the ball stolen away. Bedke comes out of there with it, and then Thompson steals it right back. Thompson takes it to the paint, and we're going to get a blocking foul called inside. Cooper Shermer slid the hip in, and for Cooper, now he has four. The only two fouls so far in the quarter on the Blue Jays have given Shermer and Megrel their fourth foul. And so he's going to check out in between the free throws here. Tanner Thompson, 4 of 6 at the line, has 8 points. And he'll get to the first one on the way, and it's good. Anderson in for Ravenna, and Talon Trampy comes in for Amherst. So it's 40-36. to 36. Chance to make it a 3-point game, and Thompson off the front of the rim, and in. 40 to 37 with 120 to go here in quarter number three. Both our games have been competitive tonight. Right side corner, trying to drive baseline. Meath is cut off there by Thompson. Back out Bedke. Top of the circle, they'll go to Shermer. Meath again off the screen, is able to go past Trampy and lay it up and in. The switch was a little late. And Trey Meath with his first points of the second half. He's into double digits with 10, 42 37. Simmons up top, pick and roll, try to get it to Esperson, deflected out of bounds by Anderson, Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. Here on KKPR-FM, Carney Ravenna Amherst and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Girls game, Ravenna won it 50-37. Right now, Ravenna leads the boys game over Amherst 42-37. Inbounds to Simmons in the short corner. Kick it out to Elo on the wing. He'll follow him on the screen, drive baseline, short-armed it, no good, but there's Trampy with the follow. First rebound. Second bucket for Trampy. Fast break the other way. Surratt can't get the shot away. Trapped on the baseline. Throws it away. Turnover Ravenna. One-on-one. Thompson taking it. Anderson gives it off to Esperson, the trailer, who lays it up and in. And it's a one-point game. 42-41. 20 seconds to go in the third. Meath coast-to-coast. His scoop shot no good. Trampy another rebound. And Amherst will get the last chance. Here in the third quarter as they'll walk it up with Esperson. They led by two at the end of the first quarter. They led by three at the halftime, but they've trailed mostly the entire fourth quarter. Six seconds. Looking for Trampy's covered. Elo bounce pass to two to one. They have to throw it up, and it actually hits the side of the backboard. They did not get a good shot because Ravenna put up some good defense. And we go to the fourth quarter. 
It's the Ravenna Blue Jays 42, the Amherst Broncos 41 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. How are we looking, Cannon? Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorp Farms also commends them for their academics and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorp Farms, Litchfield. Lays it up and in, and it's 45 to 43. Reef looking right side. He's got 13. Only four players have scored here for Ravenna in this basketball game, but they lead at 45-43. Back to the outside. Looking for the jump shot. Jarzinka picks his dribble up. Five-second count on. Up top, Meath went for the steal. Trampy didn't quite get it over to Surratt, and he'll fire a three. Three-pointer is good for... Caleb Surratt, that's his first bucket of the ball game, and Ravenna has hit four threes in a row, and they are going to call a timeout. 6.48 remaining in the ball game. It's Ravenna 48 and Amherst 43. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance. Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck.
Amigos Build It Burritos and Bowls. Come in two sizes, regular and really big. They all start with made-from-scratch cilantro lime rice. And then you custom build it with layer upon layer of flavor. There's three meats to choose from, two beans, three veggies, and three homemade sauces. For an amazing taste combination, try the new queso sauce with shredded pork. When it's cold outside, the perfect on-the-go meal is a queso Build It Burrito or Bowl at Amigos. Esperson fakes the three, got his man to bite, drives in with a left-hand scoop shot, but cannot finish. And Chase Lockhorn will grab his third rebound. And here comes Ravenna the other way. 5.45 to go in the game, 48-46. Biggest lead by either team was Ravenna by six. Amherst's biggest lead has been four. Trey Anderson with it. Markel Migro still with those four fouls, has not played here in the fourth quarter. Five and a half to go. He sat down early, early in the third. Off the dribble drive, Meath kicks it to Surratt, tries another three, off the iron, no good. High in the air, Trampy gets the rebound, and Lockhorn ran him over. Second foul on Chase. Talon's done a good job for a freshman off the bench here. Six points, three rebounds. That is the third foul of the half called on Ravenna. At least that has slowed down the number of fouls that we have had called in this basketball game. Opening game of the season. Ravenna, 20 turnovers, Amherst, 17. Jake Charzinka with 15. Migrel with 14. Meath with 13. Lob it into Trampy. He's behind the backboard. Now has to give it off to Thompson. Knocked out of his hands and out of bounds. For Amherst, Esperson with 14. Thompson now with 13. And we've got some subs coming back in. Here come the two basketball players for the Jays and Coach Habe that have the four fouls, Cooper Shermer. And Markel Migrel, UNK Volleyball, completes the sweep tonight over Oklahoma Baptist, 25-21-17-16. Inbounds pass. And Talon Trampy is there again to get the layup. 48 all with five minutes to go in the game. Simple inbounds play that's executed well by Amherst. Again, the Lopers win it 21-17-16. And, and there's a steal made by Amherst. Simmons steps in front, comes away with a basketball. They will play Northern State tomorrow night at 7.30 at the Health and Sports Center. On the post, down low, double team. Nilo turnaround jumper won't go, and then I think Thompson's going to be called over the back here as Trey Meath picks up the rebound. And for Tanner, that'll be his second. That is the sixth team foul. The UNK women suffered their first loss in the basketball tonight. The Loper women fell 70-49 to to Emporia State, and the men are going to get beat as well. 30 seconds to go, 74-65, Emporia State leading the Lopers. Carney High boys won tonight 60-55. to The girls lost 60-37. to Migrel has his three-pointer partially blocked by Trampy, but it doesn't matter. As Shermer knocks down a three on the block, it comes right back out to him. And he'll knock it down. So warming up from three-point land is Ravenna, 51-48. Thompson tries to answer with a three. It's no good. Rebound run down by Meath. His pass is going to be picked off. Esperson reverse layup is good. 
Esperson with the steal and bucket. Fast break the other way. Number's not there. Meath doesn't care. He's going to draw the foul. Trampy swatted him out of there. It was a one-on-four, and Meath is going to earn a trip to the free-throw line for the first time tonight. He's got 13.6 rebounds unofficially. Foul will be on Scout Simmons. 3.44 remaining. 51-50 Ravenna leading Amherst. Here in the fourth quarter, the free throw is on the way, and it's good. Coming up when we're all done here, it is the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, coaches' interviews with us for all of the festivity. Second free throw, Meath, too strong. That's the first one Ravenna's missed. They're 9 out of 10 in the game. Rebound to Josh Elo. Down by a bucket with 3.40 to go in the contest. Esperson left alone. His three is no good. Top of the key. Rebound brought down by Shermer. His fifth. And Jarzinka will kind of trot it up the floor here. Migro, they haven't got him involved yet offensively after that fourth foul. He's been back in here now for about a minute and a half. Shermer looking inside. Nothing there. Trying to spread the floor here against this man-to-man. Shermer drives, and he got Thompson squared up and crossed up. And Tanner will pick up his third personal foul, but... Ravenna's in the bonus. And so a one-and-one coming up for Cooper Shermer. He has hit two three-point buckets for his six points, and they'll take Migral out here for a possession. And Anderson and also Bedke are back in. Free throw up, free throw good. Shermer will get the bonus. Now, Ravenna here in the fourth quarter doesn't have a two-point field goal. They've got three threes and two free throws for their 11 points. Second free throw now. Shermer up. Off the back iron. No good. And Thompson will secure the rebound. The fifth for the junior, Tanner Thompson. Up ahead to Esperson. Man-to-man. He's guarded by Jarzinka. Trying to set a pick and roll back up top to Simmons. Reverse it left side to Elo. Dribbles to his right. Gets it into Trampy. Turnaround jumper. He's fouled and he made it. He banked it in. He was fouled so hard he could just shove it towards the glass. Bedke with the foul. It'll be his second. But this freshman looking pretty good here tonight. He's got six in the quarter, ten in the game. Three blocks, three rebounds, and a chance to make it a, actually a chance to tie the game. A chance to tie the game for Trampy. 2.56 remaining. And the freshman missed a couple back in the second quarter. They bounced around and went out. This one is in and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Meath. So it's still a one-point lead for Ravenna. 53-52. 2.45 remaining in the game here on Power 99. Anderson top of the key. Right wing. They're moving the ball quickly up top. Jarzinka now. Left side Meath trying to open the lane for a drive. Or look for that back screen. Jarzinka off an illegal screen, they're going to say. Called on Cooper Shermer, and now he has fouled out of the contest. Shermer, seven points, five rebounds. Fouls out with 2.37 remaining in the contest. And so Surratt comes back on. Anderson, Meath. Migral, Surratt, and Jarzinka out there for the Jays. Esperson brings it up here for Amherst. Pull up 15-footer. Thompson rims out. No good. Rohde tips it out to Elo. Elo with the rebound. Elo is fouled. Again, that's not going to be free throws yet, but it will be the sixth team foul on Ravenna. So you've got Talon Trampy, Thompson, Esperson, 
Josh Elo, and then you've got Rody to throw it in from underneath. The foul on Trey Meath is his second. Rody to throw it in, looking for the wrap around in the lane, nothing there, so it goes up top to the safety valve and Thompson. He'll dribble to the right side, looking for a screen, hands it off to Esperson, who leads the way tonight with 16 points. Wide open, fakes the three, drives in, gives it off Trampy, eight-footer, no good, rebound, Thompson back up and in, and Amherst has the lead. 15 points, six rebounds for Thompson, 54-53, Amherst. We are down to two minutes to go here on opening night, a dandy back and forth between these two Buffalo County teams that just don't play a lot against each other, but now both in C2. Migro spin move. Trampy's there to swat it away. Block shot number four. Esperson picks up the loose ball and he'll walk it up the floor with a minute 40 to go. Amherst up 54-53. Coach Rippon wants to call timeout. That would leave him with one remaining. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. We'll be right back. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission is not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. And welcome back to high school basketball here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 140 remaining in the ball game. Amherst has the ball and a one-point lead here at Ravenna, 54-53. Rody throws it into Elo, back to Rody. Both teams are in the bonus. Now Rody hasn't scored or shot free throws. Thompson drives, lost the ball. Turnover Amherst. Good defense in there by Lockhorn, and it's picked up by Jarzinka, coast-to-coast, double-teamed, and he still threw it up and in. 17 points for Jake Jarzinka. That's the first two-point field goal of the fourth quarter for Amherst. They're up 55-54, a minute 15 to go in the contest. That last turnover was the first one of the quarter for Amherst. Thompson at the free-throw line to Esperson. Right-hand corner, Elo. Skip pass up top to Trampy. One minute to go. Off the curl screen. Esperson's open in the lane. He comes to a jump stop, and he scores. It looked like he was just going to keep on going after he caught it, but he did not. He stopped and scored. Meath at the other end. And his shot blocked by Trampy in traffic. Picked up by Amherst. 45 seconds to go. Ball picked up by Rody. Up ahead. Unguarded. Esperson layup good. 58-55, a three-point lead, 35 seconds to go. Ravenna has timeouts, a pull-up three is way strong. Offensive rebound, Surratt, and then a timeout's going to be called here before they throw the ball away by Ravenna with 29 seconds. Oh, no, it's going to be a foul. I thought we had a timeout by Ravenna. Instead, the foul will be on Talon Trampy, his first the ninth team foul. Caleb Surratt will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one for the first time in the ball game. They'll shoot this free throw. Trampy's going to check out what a huge fourth quarter for the freshman. 29 seconds remaining in the game. Amherst 58, Ravenna 55. And a one-and-one one coming up for the senior Surratt. Takes a couple of dribbles, spins it. 
Front end of the one and one is good. Right through there. He'll get the bonus. A chance to cut it to one. Second free throw. Surratt spins it, fires it. It's short. Rebound tipped out. We're going to get a foul. It's going to be a rebound Amherst and a foul on Ravenna. Scout Simmons had just enough of it to win the battle. His eighth rebound of the basketball game. And Simmons will walk to the other end. Similar situation. One and one, his first free throw of the ball game. He has one three-point bucket in the contest to his name. The foul is on Trey Anderson, his third. Two-point lead Amherst, 27 seconds to go. Front end of the one and one. Simmons up. Simmons good. The freshman knocks it down. 59-56 Broncos. Second free throw on the way. No good. Rebound brought down by Meath, so it's still a three-point game. Plenty of time. Meath trying to size him up one-on-one. Just going to take it down the middle. Scoop shot way off. Out of bounds, though, off of Amherst. It's still Ravenna ball, 17 seconds. Ravenna's got timeouts to use. I would think you'd use it here and set up the play you want, and that's exactly what Coach Habe is going to do. A 30-second timeout called by Ravenna. 17 seconds remaining in the game. And your score is Amherst 59, Ravenna 56, Jays ball when we return. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Doug Duda, Ken Rath, our producer-engineer, back with you here. Monday night, or Thursday night football, Bears 24, Cowboys 7, six and a half to go in that ball game. Here it's Ravenna Ball underneath their own hoop. They trail by three with 17 seconds remaining. The season opener. What a way to start it here on Power 99. Jarzinka to throw it in. Far corner, Surratt. Wide open three. We're tied. 11 seconds to go. Amherst gets it in. They do have a timeout. It's almost stolen away. Oh, they got the timeout. They got the timeout, and it didn't matter. The ball was knocked off the referee and out of bounds. It would have been Amherst basketball anyway. So the ball stays in the hands of Amherst. They're going to have a chance to win this basketball game. After three quarters, Pleasanton leads the Axtell boys 36-32. That game is on ESPN 14-60 right now. In the girls' game tonight, Pleasanton took care of Axtell 58-32 here It was a one-point game to start the fourth quarter, but Ravenna beat Amherst 50-37. Up next, Ravenna will play boys at Burwell next Friday. That girls game with Ord is just just a girls game. Amherst will host South Loop on Saturday, and then Loomis ranked third in D2 coming into Amherst on the 13th, a week from tomorrow. So there is a lot going on, and could we be headed to overtime? in the first game, or first boys game, we should say, of the year. Amherst, according to my book, has used their final timeout, so they got to get the ball in. Any foul 
would mean free throws, and the possession arrow is pointing the way of Amherst. Rohde will throw it in with seven and a half seconds remaining in the game. Elo, Esperson, Scout, Simmons, and Thompson in there. Everybody in the backcourt, they'll get it to Esperson. They try to clear it out for him. Fowler seconds, gives it off. Here's Rohde, a three to win it. No, we're going overtime. Rohde, who had not scored all game long, is who they set up the final shot for. Trey Meath got his ninth rebound, and we are headed to overtime. Tied at 59. We'll be right back. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you and we are ready to go to overtime 59 all here in Ravenna so let's play some free basketball as the ball is in the air and Ravenna will control the tip here in overtime we play four minutes and everything stays the same nine fouls have been called in the half on Amherst seven on Ravenna and we're knotted at 59. Anderson with the basketball on the left wing. Remember, Shermer has fouled out for Ravenna. A lot of fouls called early in the game. The turnovers and fouls started to dwindle as the game progressed. Meath gets the room on the left side, drives in wide open past Thompson, and scores. Trey Meath with 16 points. And it is 61-59. Three at the other end, up and in. Scout Simmons. He now has seven points in the ball game, and it's 62-61. A three at the other end. Anderson is on the way. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Esperson, and Dominic will head the other way. So we're a minute into overtime, 62-61 Amherst. Rohde over the right side to Thompson. Thompson into the paint, draws the double team back up top. Elo, he'll try a three, and it's good. Josh Elo with the three. Back-to-back threes to start overtime. And it's 65-61. Here's Meagrel for three. Too strong. No good. Rebound pulled down by Simmons. The four-point lead that Amherst has right now equals the largest lead they've had at any time tonight. And they're up two possessions with the ball. Back cut, though. Meagrel steps in front and forces the turnover. Surratt comes the other way. Doesn't have numbers to Meath. To Anderson. Back to Meath outside the arc. Over to Jarzinka. He's going to try a long three, and it's no good. Oh, a three. Rebound Meath. He lowers his shoulder. He puts it up. It's in. It's going to be a charge. He just put too much of it into it. Meath was trying to clear some room and just really lowered that shoulder right into the midsection. 
of the Amherst defender. Ravenna fans were hoping it was going to be a three-point play opportunity. Instead, it goes over to Amherst. 2.15 to go in overtime. The Broncos lead at 65-61. Esperson up top. He's going to try a three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound brought down by Trey Anderson. That was a real quick possession for the Broncos. Meath to the trailer, Jarzinka. Back to Meath. Right-hand corner. Puts it on the floor. Over to Anderson in the corner. Serrat, who hit the game-tying three. Back up top. They'll reset it. Surratt hit that three with 15 seconds to go. Right side, Meath. He's fouled as he attacks the hoop. Came off this curl screen on the right elbow. Couldn't get the bucket to go, so he's going to have to earn it from the free throw line. Esperson with his fourth personal foul. Two free throws now for Trey Meath. He is one of two at the line. 16 points. Has the only bucket here in the overtime session for Ravenna. First of two is up and no good. Ravenna hit their first nine shots from the free throw line. They are now two of six since then. Second free throw now for Trey Meath. It's on the way, and it's bouncing around and in. So he does get one of two. 65-62 Amherst. 149 remaining here in overtime. Up the floor, Esperson trying to trap him. They do, and the pass is tipped and taken away by Meath. Meath will come up the floor, four on three. Stops at the arc to Surratt for three. Not this time. The rebound brought down by Simmons. That would have been quite the story there, and we've got a whistle and a timeout. Going to be called here by Amherst. Each team gets one more in overtime, so they use their only timeout with 131 remaining in overtime. Amherst has the ball in a 65-62 lead here at Ravenna. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Back here at Ravenna, high school basketball. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. To Dom Reichs and the crew here. Of course, it's going to be a late night as soon as the basketball is over. They have to get set up for the Ravenna Wrestling Invite tomorrow, so their folks are winning to do that. Girls game, Pleasanton tonight beating Axtell. They lead the boys game right now on ESPN 1460 here. Ravenna 50-37 to over Amherst. One and a half to go here in overtime. Amherst leads the boys game 65-62. They've got the ball. Little full court man-to-man pressure. Simmons still in the backcourt. Finally weaves his way through. Ball got tipped. He got it back at the midcourt stripe. Baseline. Thompson's open. He's going to attack the hoop. Good ball fake. Finally takes the shot and scores. Man, he ball faked quite a bit. He's got 17. 67-62. Ravenna tries to sprint up the floor. Ball gets tipped away and out of bounds. It goes. A minute nine to go. Again, plenty of time here for Ravenna. They should not panic. Just make sure that they get a good shot. Jarzinka, they hit four threes in the fourth quarter to help them survive this. Off the screen, double team, baseline jumper from 10, in and out, no good. Meath got it back. Meath put it in, but it's not going to count. The foul came on a rebound. Meath will get free throws. So Trey Meath was able to step in between two Amherst defenders and wrestle that basketball away. 
Tanner Thompson with his fourth personal foul. Meath hit one of two just a moment ago here in overtime. And he'll get two here, and Ravenna now needs it. Free throw up, free throw no good. This is the largest lead of the game for Amherst. Five points, 67-62, exactly one minute remaining. UNK Volleyball, a winner tonight in straight sets. Both the men and women's basketball teams were defeated. The Bears are taking care of the Cowboys 24-7. Second free throw, missed them both. And then an over-the-back foul on Surratt. Thompson gets the rebound. Guess the good thing is there they were probably going to have to foul anyway, so they didn't waste any time. It's still a one-and-one as this is the ninth team foul. Tanner Thompson been to the line a lot tonight. He is six of eight. And he has 17 points, but a big front end of a one-and-one here with a minute to go in the game's overtime. 67-62 in overtime. Also earlier tonight, Carney boys won by five. Girls got beat by Papio. Free throw, bouncing around, no good. Rebound brought down by Trey Meath. That'll be his 11th unofficially. Trey up the floor, gives it to Surratt in the corner. Anderson, open three, got it. Trey Anderson's first bucket of the basketball game. One of five in the overtime from three-point land for Ravenna. And they will call the timeout to stop the clock. They still have plenty of them to use left over from regulation. 50 seconds to go in overtime. Amherst 67, Ravenna 65. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. And welcome back to high school basketball here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. A three-pointer by Trey Anderson keeps Ravenna alive. 50 seconds to go in overtime. Amherst 67, Ravenna 65. Amherst ball with everybody here in the backcourt. Rody to throw it in. Does the Thompson try to get it to Esperson? Threw it away. Amherst has turned it over, and it's picked up in the backcourt here by Jarzinka. A two to tie, 40 seconds to go. Surratt's got it outside the key to Jarzinka. In corner, Anderson started to drive, didn't take the jumper. Back out to Meath, down the middle of the lane. Finger roll, no good. Blocking foul, and the paint caught on Amherst. And that is it for Thompson. Tanner Thompson has just picked up his second foul in overtime and his fifth foul of the basketball game. Thompson with a big night tonight. He is going to finish with 17 points, seven rebounds, and he will leave us with 30 seconds to go in overtime. Talon Trampy, who has had a big fourth quarter, will come in to replace him and meet Back to the line to shoot two. He missed his last two, but two here would tie it. The first one is up. The first one is good. This will be the sixth free throw attempt of overtime for Meath, and he can tie it here with 30 seconds to go. 
Meese free throw on the way. We're tied. 67 all. Amherst ball, 30 seconds to go. Amherst had the ball in regulation with seven seconds and missed a three from Rohde. Here's Esperson down the middle of the floor. Now peels out of there. They don't have a timeout. Dribbles it off a Ravenna foot. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Amherst. Amherst basketball because Ravenna won the jump ball to start overtime. 21 seconds remaining. Amherst will take it out in front of their own bench. And with Thompson fouled out, he's been their big offensive rebounder. Trampy's been in there too. And it looks like they want to take some time here to wipe up the floor where the guys were falling to get that loose basketball. Five in a row here for Ravenna to tie the game at 67. Amherst ball underneath their own hoop with 21 seconds remaining. Rody to throw it in. Simmons, Trampy, Elo, and Esperson are in there. Rody looking. Back screen not there. Needs his outlet. He goes to Elo on the left wing. Amherst most likely will be holding for the last shot. 15 seconds. Elo 30 feet away. Crossover. Bounce pass. Rody. He drives. He scoops. He misses. He got his rebound. He's underneath his own hoop. He kicks it out. The ball to Rody. And we've got a foul called on Megrol away from the basket with six seconds to go. Megrol trying to fight through all of the traffic has just fouled out of the basketball game and a rough way to go here that's going to give Amherst two free throws with six seconds and they were in scramble mode. Amherst was having trouble fighting the basketball. And it's going to be the freshman, Trampy, who's 0 of 3 at the line tonight. Migro, 14 points, and did not score in the final few seconds. Free throw, Trampy, no good. 14 points, four rebounds, one block for Migro. He picked up his fourth foul 90 seconds into the second half and never scored again. Six seconds remaining. Trampy, a chance to give... Amherst the lead, second free throw, the freshman up, and it's too strong, rebound brought down, Anderson, and a quick timeout called, although two seconds did run off the clock, as Coach Hay was right by the official, so Trey Anderson gets the rebound, and now, what seemed incredibly unlikely moments ago, as we get a 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, Four seconds. Will they put another second on? We'll find out. The officials are discussing where the ball will be inbounded. They're going to have to travel the length of the court. It was 67-62 Amherst with one minute to go. Then Trey Anderson hit a three. They got a steal. Meath hit two free throws on an offensive putback. And now they have forced two more missed free throws. In the overtime, Amherst is 0 of 3 from the line while Ravenna is 3 of 6. Four seconds to go in overtime, and Ravenna is going to get a chance to win it here. Jump ball goes to Ravenna. Both teams are in the double bonus. Anderson to throw it in, and Trampy, the tallest of the Broncos, will try and distract the inbounds pass. Here we go with four seconds, Anderson. Looking, throws it short to Jarzinka, gets around the defenders. He's going to get a shot at the buzzer. No, it got knocked out of his hands, and we're going to double overtime. He stepped around a double team at midcourt. They were trying to force him out of bounds, and when he stepped around, he lost the basketball and was unable to get a shot away. So, 
More basketball, 67 all. We had the double overtime in a minute on Power 99. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. We go to double overtime, and Amherst is going to win the tip. Rody's going to take it in right away. Can't get it to go. Got his own rebound. Elo can't get it to go. Then it's off of a foot and out of bounds. Looked like it was off of Elo's foot, but they're going to get the ball. Josh with his seventh rebound. And it'll be Amherst underneath their own hoop as we start the second overtime. They lob it into Trampy. He hits the seven-footer. He was just taller than everyone. And back on top here. Amherst, 69-67, double overtime. Serrata pull up three. It's over everything that time and then dropped out of bounds by Amherst. They had the rebound and it slipped out of their hands. In the first overtime, Ravenna was one of five from three-point land and two of three for Amherst. That's how they got the lead. Josh Elo and Scout Simmons hit back-to-back threes. Ravenna ball underneath their own hoop. Charzinka looking, 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 finally. Barely gets it in in time to Anderson. Over to Meath. He'll come down the middle of the lane. And a blocking foul going to be called. Every foul is two free throws. Shermer and Meagrel have fouled out for Ravenna. Tanner Thompson is fouled out for the Amherst Broncos. Here, Rohde picks up his third foul. He had his first two back in the first quarter. And it's Meath again to the line. He'll put the free throw up. And it's no good. 19 points for Trey Meath, 17 for Jarzinka. Migro fouled out with 14. Second free throw for Meath is up and in. So he'll get one of two, 69-68 Amherst. Three and a half to go in double overtime. If you're heading home from your game tonight, glad you're along with us here on Power 99. What a way to start the season. 3.20 remaining here. Elo thought about the three to Trampy back up top. Rody ball fake, left side of the key. Give and go, but Trampy's covered and then knocked out of bounds by Meath. And they're going to say last touch by Amherst. Amherst coach is not happy about that one. It did look like it went off of Meath, but it will be turned over by Amherst. 69-68, Ravenna by a one-point deficit. Rody tipped it away from Surratt, but he grabs it before it goes in the backcourt. Don't want to commit a foul this far out, though. Try to get it to Jarzenka. Ball knocked away and off of Ravenna, so they'll give it right back. Ravenna did not commit a turnover in the opening overtime, and they only had two in the fourth quarter. 15 in the first half, eight since then. Amherst, 17 in the first three quarters, five since then. 
In the right-hand corner, Rohde. Ball fake, tries baseline. He hasn't scored, tries to make a pass, cut off, kicks it out top. Elo fakes the three into the paint. Little leaner from seven, good. Josh Elo with 10 points in the ball game and a three-point lead again. 71-68, Meath coast-to-coast, finger roll off the heel, no good. Rebound brought down by Rohde, his third. So Ravenna has not led in overtime. Well, they didn't lead for much of the fourth quarter. 71-68, second overtime, Amherst. Esperson right corner, drives baseline, kicks it back up top. Ooh, Elo had to go get that one. About threw it away. Elo drives again. Surratt, oh, a charge on Elo. Surratt got him with the shoulder, and a charge going to be called here on Josh Elo. That'll be his third. Big break for Ravenna. There was no doubt Elo was not going to shy away from the contact, but usually got to be a little more body on that to get the call. But Ravenna will get that one, and Meath will bring it up. Gets bumped as he drives the hoop. Missed it again. Got his own rebound. Back up. Missed it again. And it goes into the hands of Esperson, and he'll be fouled. Or are we going to get a tie-up? Excuse me. We're going to get a tie-up. Boy, Meath had a couple of good looks. But the ball now is going to go to Ravenna underneath their own hoop. 1.53 to go here in the second overtime. A three, Surratt, no. Backside rebound, a run down here by Simmons. Up ahead, Elo runs in, and a blocking foul this time on Bedke. <laughs> so they all even out. Simmons. Got the rebound, outlet to Elo. Elo tried his luck. He said, let's find out what happens. And the foul on Adam Bedke will be his third. A chance to go up two possessions here. Ravenna had a couple opportunities. Again, some time to put a towel on the floor here. Josh Elo, one of three at the line. First of two is around and out, no good. Amherst is really hurting themselves from the free throw line. They were 14 of 25 in regulation, 0 of 3 in overtime, and they missed their first one in double overtime. Second one, no good. And Betke going to run down and grab the rebound. Needs some help, finds Jarzinka. Still a three-point game. Everybody wants that shot now. Up top, Meath fakes left, drives right, back out Jarzinka. NBA 3, no. Rebound brought down by Trampy. Outlet pass, he'll get it to Elo. Tried for the reach-in foul, didn't get it. Minute 20 to go. Don't have to foul yet. Rohde with it. High post, Trampy. Ball fake against Bedke. Picks his dribble up back to Elo. Minute 10 to go. Again, just got to play good defense if you're Ravenna. Amherst trying to take care of the ball. Simmons picks it up. With it is Rohde. They're trying to get a timeout, and they do right before a possible turnover, and so now Amherst uses their only timeout of the second overtime. They have possession of the ball. 1:03 to go in the second overtime. Amherst 71, Ravenna 68. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 
As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Had a nail-biter on ESPN 1460 tonight. Pleasanton survives at Axtell 48-47 in the boys' game. So Pleasanton picks up the win. In the girls' game tonight, it was 58-32. Pleasanton beat Axtell. Here we have a minute three to go in double overtime. 71-68 Amherst, and they have the ball coming out of the timeout. Rohde throws it into Esperson on the right wing. He dribbles it out towards half court to Rohde. A minute to go. Rody ball on the floor. I think if you're Ravenna, that's who you want to foul and keep the ball in his hands. Elo, high post, Trampy, or him. Ooh, Betke tried to shove him. You don't want to get an intentional foul, and there it is. Good play in there. That time he just reached in the high post, and the reason they want to foul Trampy is because the freshman is 0-5 from the line. He had a chance with six seconds to go in the first overtime and missed a pair. Betke with his fourth personal foul. Trampy has a bucket in this second overtime. And the first free throw got it. 13 points for the freshman Trampy. 72-68 Amherst, 45 seconds remaining. Second free throw, no good. Long rebound, Meath grabs another, his 13th. Up ahead to Jarzinka, down by four. Dribbles has it tipped away from behind by Rody and out of bounds. It will be Ravenna ball underneath their own hoop with 39 seconds to go. And they'll have Jarzinka throw it in. Everybody stacks the left side of the lane to Meath. Trying to get Jake open for three. Covered there by Elo. 35 seconds to go. Picks his dribble up. Back cut covered. Skips it over to Caleb Surratt. Back over to Meath. Meath, off-balance three, in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Trampy, and they're able to foul him before he gets rid of the basketball. The three-pointers that fell in the fourth quarter to help out Ravenna, not helping right now. They have been one of nine since the fourth quarter, and fouling out of the ball game is going to be Adam Bedke. Did not score, had two rebounds. 21 seconds remaining here in the second overtime. 72-68, Amherst with the lead. Ravenna one point here in the second overtime. First of two free throws, Trampy is on the way and good. 73-68. And the second free throw for Trampy. On the way, good. Now Ravenna has to make a three. It's a six-point game. They try to deny Jarzinka. They'll throw it into Surratt. He'll get it to Jake. Jake down the middle of the floor. Pulls up, leaning three. Out the front of the iron, no good. Rebound, Trampy. Amherst trying to play keep away. They're going to win a basketball game as a foul is called with 10 seconds remaining. And Esperson will go to the line to shoot two free throws here in overtime. The New West postgame show coming up. We'll have all the final stats. We'll talk with the coaches. Asperson now trying to make it official, just needs to make one of these free throws to go up by seven. 
And the first one won't do it. Again, the six-point lead right now for Amherst, the largest by either team at any point in the game. Second free throw now for Esperson. And it's no good. Rebound brought down by Trey Meath. Meath pulls up from 24, lets it go. It's off the front of the iron, no good. Trampy, another rebound, and that is your basketball game. In double overtime, the Amherst Broncos start the season victorious over the Ravenna Blue Jays, 74-68. to But you are going to see some entertaining basketball from these two squads throughout the season, and we'll get a chance to see much more of Amherst and Ravenna as the year moves along. We'll take a break. We'll finish, figure up all the stats, talk with the coaches, and be back on the New West Post Game Show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Platte River Prep School sponsor, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. Yes, yes. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5 Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. And welcome back. It is time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. New West certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Double overtime. And Ravenna never had the lead in either overtime. Amherst was able to hold on and win. Ravenna hit a three-pointer with 17, 15 seconds to go from... Caleb Surratt 
to force the first overtime. And then they came from five down with a minute to go in the first overtime to force the second overtime. But in the second overtime, Amherst was able to hold Ravenna to just one point and win at 74 to 68. Let's try and run down all the numbers that we had for you in this basketball game. We will start with Ravenna. Trey Anderson, three points, five rebounds, a block shot. Jake Jarzinka, 17 points, three rebounds. Cooper Shermer, seven points, five rebounds, fouled out with 2.37 to go in regulation. Markel Meagrel, 14 points, four rebounds, and a block, fouled out with six seconds to go in the first overtime. Trey Meath led the way for Ravenna, 20 points, 14 rebounds. Chase Lockhorn, three rebounds. Surratt had seven points and two rebounds. Adam Bedke had two rebounds in the basketball game. For Ravenna, they had 28 points in the first half, 31 in the second half, eight in the first overtime, one in the second overtime, 68 points, 38 rebounds. They put up 22 free throws and made 15 of those over the game. Three-point shooting. Forgot to add those babies up, but it wasn't good in the uh, extra stanza. They were 2 of 9 in the first half, 6 of 11 in the second half, 1 of 5 in the first overtime, and 0 of 6 in the second overtime. Turnovers, 15 in the first half, 7 in the second half, none in the first overtime, 1 in the second overtime. Ravenna finishes with 68 points, 38 rebounds. 15 out of 22 from the free throw line, 9 of 31 from three-point land, two blocks, 23 turnovers. Ravenna drops the season opener, and the Blue Jay boys will be at Burwell next Friday and then at Kearney Catholic on the 17th. So they've only got one game over the next 12 days, and, of course, we'll have the game up in Kearney. We'll take a look at the final numbers for Amherst right after this on the New West postgame show. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Back on the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look at the final numbers that we had for the Amherst Broncos. Kalen Rohde, three rebounds. Nolan Elo, two points. Josh Elo, 10 points, six rebounds. Colton Vavra, three points and a rebound. Ethan Elo had a rebound. Tanner Thompson fouled out with 30 seconds to go in overtime, but finished with 17 points and seven rebounds. Scout Simmons, seven points and a team-high 11 rebounds. Dominic Esperson led the way tonight for Amherst with 20 points and five rebounds. And Talon Trampy, what a job he did. Most of this was in the second half. He played spotty in the first half, but ended up with 15 points, seven rebounds, and five blocked shots. 
So overall, free throw shooting, 9 of 18 in the first half, 5 of 7 in the second half, 0 of 3 in the first overtime, and then in the second overtime, 3 of 8 from the free throw line. So not exactly perfect from the line for Amherst. Three-point shooting, 2 of 9 in the first half. They were 1 of 5 in the second half, 2 of 3 in the first overtime, and did not attempt one in the second overtime period. far as turnovers for Amherst, 12 in the first half, 6 in the second half, 3 in the first overtime, and 1 in the second overtime. The Broncos were up 31-28 at the half. They scored 28 points in the second half, 8 in the first overtime, and... Then, of course, they pick up seven in the second overtime. 74 points, 41 rebounds. They did attempt 36 free throws, but only made 17 of them. Three of 14 from, excuse me, five of 17 from three-point land. All five blocks to Trampy, 22 turnovers. Amherst wins it in double overtime, 74-68. They're 1-0. They'll host South Loop on Saturday, and then next Friday they host D2 third-ranked. Loomis and head coach of Ravenna, James Habe, has made his way up here. And, Coach, I guess it's exciting. You want to win all the basketball games. But after seeming to control some tempo, your guys were just playing from a little bit behind too much in the fourth quarter and in the overtimes. Yeah, uh, it just seemed like every time we'd either chip away or finally build that lead, uh, Amherst would make a play. Um, you know, we come down and bang a couple threes. Uh, and I'm still kicking myself for this. I call the timeout thinking to get a little blow, refresh our defense. They come right out of the timeout and bang a three on us. Um, just little things like that throughout the game just prevented us from gapping it when we kind of had those opportunities maybe. Well, it happened in the girls' game, and it happened here in the boys' game. I said numerous times, pace is good. Both teams are going way too fast to start this basketball game. It resulted in turnovers. Each team had eight in the first quarter. And more importantly, it resulted in fouls, which – took care of itself it wasn't as bad as the game moved on but because of the early fouls obviously you lost Shermer and Megrill and Megrill who had 14 points got that fourth foul about 90 seconds into the third quarter and then he was basically a non-factor after that yeah you know that's kind of what we just got done talking about you know those turnovers in the first half you know we had I think four kids out there that aren't used to being in this situation they looked like it but positive i thought they grew up a lot in the second half we had some kids do some great things in the second half you know trey anderson flying around making plays caleb Surratt hits that big three in the corner to to push it to overtime um you know and then i kind of called our seniors out a little bit they they're to the point they need to understand they're more valuable to us on the court than sitting next to me on the bench and we got to understand when to let a play die you know two points is isn't as important as them you know being in the game when we need them the most so that being said as the game progressed just kind of take that another step here what you thought your guys did better and with only one game in the next 12 days uh, you're going to still have a lot more practice as i said you guys are in that unique situation where you did have a good football season but didn't have to worry about the playoffs so you have practiced a lot I'm guessing you'd like to have a couple more games, but anyway, with that all being said. Yeah, we're kind of backloaded, especially this year with that rollover year. Um, you know, honestly, we I mean, we didn't do anything horrible. Uh, it just seemed, for the most part, you know, our offense was pretty darn stagnant. Um, I, I'd say the biggest thing is we started taking care of the ball in the second half. Obviously, like you said, the, the pace slowed down a little bit, but, you know, those guys that were maybe crapping their pants a little bit in the first <laughs> half kind of got used to the things. 
and, and understood they're they're capable of playing in, in a varsity situation. Well, a long night of basketball, still a long season ahead of you, but uh, you know you've got some uh, you got some folks out there. You don't have Drew right now. How long is he going to be out? Uh, probably the year. Uh, not a good deal, but um, he, he's been awesome in practice. He shows up. He, he's been a, you know as vocal as he can be from the sideline. Um, but yeah, so. All right, bud. We'll see you here in a couple of weeks when you make the trip to Kearney. Sounds good. Thanks, Doug. That's the head basketball coach at Ravenna, James Habe. Still looking to see if Coach Rippin is going to poke his head out here after their big 74-68 double overtime win. Uh, while we continue to do that, again, let's remind you that the UNK volleyball team, a winner in straight sets tonight, pretty impressive over Oklahoma Baptist, 25-21, 17-16. They'll play in the Central Region semifinals at the Health and Sports Center tomorrow night at 7.30 against Northern State, who won 25-22, 23-23 and 23 over St. Cloud State. The first matchup tomorrow will be nine-time champion Concordia St. Paul taking on their conference foe. Uh, that is coming up. Uh, with Minnesota Duluth at 5 o'clock, then the final at 7.30 Saturday. The Loper men and women both beaten tonight. The women suffering their first basketball loss, 70-49. to The men fell 78-68. to Thursday night football, 8.5 to go in the game. The Bears lead the Cowboys by a score of 31-14. to Big night for Mitchell Trubisky. Four touchdowns for him uh, in the basketball game. Tomorrow night, Carney Catholic will be hosting Sutton. Girls at 6. And the boys, which have two top five teams uh, battling, will go at around 745. Coach Eric Rippon joining us here to talk about the Amherst Broncos. And, uh, Coach, uh, congratulations on a win. Uh, You can play an exciting game, but you always want to come out on top. Man, yeah, what a game. What a game to start the season off for us. Um, I I couldn't be more proud of the kids tonight. You know, we we had our chances to win in regulation, had our chances to win in that first overtime, and then – Finally, finally made a couple free throws. Things that hurt us all night long, and it you know sealed the deal. So yeah, the as we mentioned in the stats, uh, 17 out of 36 from the free throw line, and, and it had some chances there. But this team just didn't let Ravenna get the lead on them down the stretch. Uh, they had the lead, and it looked like maybe they would take control of this basketball game, especially uh, once they made that run there early in the third quarter. What changed? Uh, in this basketball game in the third quarter. It took you about six minutes to score a bucket in the third. Yeah, um, we went into halftime, and I told the kids, you know, we played these guys twice last year, and the second time in the district game, we were right there the whole first half, and then the third quarter just got away from us. I go, we can't let that happen. I go, these first four minutes of this half, this third quarter, are going to be crucial, and I don't think we could have had a worse first four minutes of that quarter. You know, I think we, yeah, like you said, we shot two free throws of the only points that we got for a while. And but we kept getting stops. We didn't let the lead gain too far. You know, we kept it close and reasonable. And our kids, I mean, we just kept battling, kept fighting, and kept battling. And one free throw at a time, I guess. We just kept going. But well, as I said with James, for a variety of reasons, both teams had to go to a little bit of bench earlier than you wanted to because of the early foul trouble. But that really, your guys that came in did some great things, and obviously. The story of the night is going to be Talon Trampy, your freshman, and what he did uh, in big-time moments. Yeah, he missed some free throws in <laughs> overtime, but outside of that, man, what a what a job he did tonight. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I mean, I knew him and Scout Simmons, who started as a freshman, and then Talon. I knew those two were going to grow, have to grow up really quick and play some big minutes tonight. And, you know, Talon's pretty soft still at times, and I didn't know. He kind of was a little gun-shy, but, boy, he's long. 
he's long, and when he gets it down by the hoop, he's a pretty good little player. And he's a good free throw shooter. I think the moment got to him a little bit. I mean, the kid dang near had tears in his eyes in those overtimes because I think he was so excited slash scared because he didn't want to mess up. I just grabbed him before a couple of those free throws. I go, man, you've got you've you've helped get us to this point. We wouldn't be here without you. Now go help us win the game. And we don't win the game without that kid, guaranteed. And then your upperclassmen, Esperson and Thompson, uh, really played well tonight. I thought Tanner did a lot of that dirty work down there uh, to to keep you in it, especially when things weren't bouncing your way. So it's just like Ravenna, kind of everybody contributed. You maybe were a little more balanced as far as having a couple more guys score. Uh, You're going to have South Loop coming up on Saturday, and uh, you keep fairly busy with Loomis. That's going to be a huge early conference test for you. Oh, yeah. I told the kids, and we same deal as last year. We got to learn on the fly, and we got to grow up really quick because our schedule is a killer off to the start. You know, we got a good South Loop game, like you said, on Saturday, and then next week with Loomis, who's probably one of the top teams in the conference that we got to go to battle with. But, man, not a lot of people probably had us counted in tonight. And, you know, especially after going 0-2 against these guys and pretty handily last year, and I knew they returned everybody, and we returned a lot of our kids, plus gained some gained some kids. And so we just we got to take it one game at a time, but this was a huge step, you know, towards the right direction. All right, bud, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Great start to the season. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. You bet Amherst boys coach Eric Rippon. They win it in double overtime. That's why we're still here, folks. We should have been home by now, but the girls' game took forever, and we went double overtime, and the boys, 50-37, to Pleasanton pulled away. It was a one-point lead starting the fourth quarter, but the girls won 50-37 to in the girls' game tonight. Balance for Ravenna. They were led by Callie Coulter. Nine of her 13 points were in the fourth quarter. Nine for Tori Skelnar and uh, Morgan Fidel. Fidelke, 7 points, 8 rebounds for Ashland Fidelke, 7 points for Kennedy Hurt. Amherst was led by Tenley Hadwiger, 17 points, 10 rebounds, and 2 blocks. And again here in the boys' game, uh, 20 points, 14 rebounds for Trey Meath, 17 from Jake Jarzinka, 14 from Markel Migro. Amherst got 20 points from Dominic Esperson, 15 and 7 from Talon Trampy, plus 5 blocks, 17 and 7 from Tanner Thompson, 74-68 in double overtime. Pleasanton beat the Axtell boys tonight, 48-47. They won the girls' game 58-32. The Carney boys beat Papillion La Vista 60-55. Papillion La Vista beat the Carney girls by a score of 60-37. You've been listening to the New West Post Game Show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. What a way to start off the season. Two good ones tonight. Enjoy your weekend. They're getting ready for Ravenna's wrestling invite here tomorrow. We'll have the Carney High wrestling invite final Saturday at about 2 on Power 99. Again, the final in double overtime. Amherst 74, Ravenna 68. Good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.